Hello and welcome to Knobcat Games Dungeons of the Obelisk podcast. I'm your host, Joe Sleppy, and I realize that I've never been using my uh, official title, which is Executive Prime at Knobcat Games, <laughs> so I'm going to start introducing myself with that, I guess. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, this is an audio devlog for our game Dungeons of the Obelisk, which is a 2D turn-based dungeon crawling loot grinding adventure, which has been in development for, and I actually counted it this time, we're at 16 months. (laughs) I'm joined today by Ben (laughs) Segus, our art lord. Hello. And TJ Yadisernia, our digital alchemist. Hello. And we have a lot of... uh, updates you know a couple small things a couple big things pretty excited about all of them i've been playing all morning some of the smaller stuff was just like text size adjustments and like we we stuck some like helper messages in different places like the inventory and stuff and i feel like those kind of made a a big difference um just on how things look and and come across and you know for newer players it'll be nice to have those notes in there yeah, there's definitely been a good deal of small stuff like that that's been tossed in every now and again. It's like, you never really notice how important some of those little messages can be unless you get someone who hasn't played as much to play it and they're like, oh, how do I do this? What does this do? And you have these small little things that say, oh, this is what you do. This is how to do it. Click this button to get this interaction. Yeah, like like left shift to compare items in your inventory is awesome, but like there's no way that I would ever know to hit that if we didn't have a little message. Yeah, that one's definitely probably one of the more important ones. I think the reference yeah. this one before is uh, <laughs> Destiny has a compare feature, and it's like I always you know I hold the controller, I know what it is, I've used it all the time, but never really think about it that there's this little thing on the side that says this button to compare it to your other stuff. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've been like, I don't know, I feel like I'm kind of nitpicky, I guess, about like all of the uh, like the text sizes and the, the way things are capitalized and, and worded and stuff, but I feel like it's important to have the game like, you know, number one, come across as like clean and, and complete, and then number two, like to give it like a certain vibe. You know, like some games might use like abbreviations for everything or like like slang or something like that. And then like I feel like our game is all, you know, like I try to keep everything like properly capitalized and like full words without, you know, abbreviations and things. So I'm always telling you to like fix that kind of stuff. <laughs> We've been doing pretty good with making sure words are, you know, like full words, full sentences when needed and such. I'm so used to abbreviating everything that all the time I'll just always abbreviate it and then always gotta say, hey, this wasn't <laughs> supposed to be abbreviated. I think you marked one down recently that I did again, because, I don't know, I feel like abbreviations are easier for me. Yeah, like, it's, but like, in the d- document and stuff, like, I use the abbreviations, like, when we're talking about, like, you know, constitution or something like that, but, like, in the game, I like it to look... Like, I like it to either be the icon or the full word and not say con. Because, like, I, I don't know. I guess my thing about it is, like, if somebody doesn't have English as a first language and they're looking up something to, to try and figure out what it is, like, they can look up constitution and know what that is. But if they look up con, 
like an abbreviation for constitution is going to be there somewhere but like it's not going to be the first thing that comes up it's probably going to say like you know like a con man or something you know pros and cons yeah that kind of thing (laughs) so i don't know and and i think it gives it like a vibe of like a like i can never like know how to word this it's like it's a like official or like well thought out you know like everything is properly written i I don't know i think it adds to the vibe that i'm trying to go for yeah i was gonna say it sounds more proper (laughs) in a way it gives it a more esteemed look to it (laughs) (laughs) yeah at some point i'm gonna figure out the word for what i'm trying to do with it but like i just keep saying vibe Yeah, and like another little one that, that we finally got looking really good is the attack icons. Like on the tooltips and stuff, all of the attacks on your weapons, they now look really clean and they're like so much easier to read. Those those improvements that you made were great. Yeah, I'm glad to have finally gotten them in, kind of finished them up when Ben sent over the pictures of them with the more grayscale to them. I think I spent like an hour trying to get the actual color to apply to them, because the standard text color doesn't apply to an icon like that. So I was just sitting there trying to get it to work. I'm glad to see that's finally working. <laughs> yeah, it looks good now. Like, you can. The attacks on the weapon tooltip are now the same as they are on the battlefield, too. So, like, when you look at stuff, it's easy to, like, you know, read it once and then, like, know what your weapon does. You don't have to. I I don't know. The colors are, I feel like, are a good indication of what stuff does. Especially since the colors designate kind of what an attack's going to be doing, so you can have a... Like, at a glance, you can start getting used to what does this weapon do, what is this attack going to do, how useful will it be in certain scenarios. Yeah, like, for example, all the AoE attacks are in blue, so it's just like a, you know, a quick glance you can tell, like what a weapon has and doesn't have. Once a new player gets used to that kind of color coding, they can quickly decide what weapon they want to keep and use. Yeah, for sure. And now they can compare it with left shift as well. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. It's like really coming together. I feel like all these little things are really like pulling it together. Um, Yeah, it's it's definitely feeling way more fleshed out. Yeah, I love walking around in the town and stuff, even though it's still just a sketch. <laughs> like, having the town be indifferent from the dungeon and stuff, it's so good. Uh, it's it's really coming together. You know, another little one you got, actually, I don't know how little this was, the improved inventory filtering. I don't know how little of a job it was, but it's, it's definitely awesome now that you can, like, be like, oh, I need a body with constitution and you can just like select it and see what you have in your inventory yeah that's so handy yeah, it's definitely <laughs> a convenient feature to have it was surprisingly easy to implement it because all the kind of groundwork for it was already there with the initial version of it it was just taking that modify it spruce it up give it some more options so that now we got that much better system yeah it looks really clean too and like intuitive now like you have your sorting what you sort by and then your two filters and and it you know i haven't run into a situation where like those aren't enough you know i was like kind of wondering if we like got everything but i think we did it feels like really good you know i spent so long playing the game like testing like going through each item in my inventory trying to find like the right one to upgrade (laughs) now it's like 
you can just do it automatically. Yeah, I feel like that the level and the power sorting to it really makes it easy for me because then if I'm ever trying to spike my character up in strength, I can just easily search of these 100 legendaries that gave me, which one's the useful <laughs> one that lets me insta-kill something. <laughs> you must be like really farming if you have 100 legendaries. Um, if clicking the generate <laughs> counts. Farming the generate loot button. I've spent a lot of crystals, I can tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, the dev panel. Uh, you're gonna be sad when we go live and the dev panel doesn't have, you don't have access to it anymore, huh? That will be a tragic moment for me. <laughs> I'll find another way to cheat. Yeah, I guess I guess we'll always have some kind of dev panel where we can like, you know, probably have like password or something to get into, right? Like, because you have to have those dev features. We'll probably have like even more advanced features at some point where it's like give everybody a transmogrification scroll or something you know yeah, i feel like we have to be careful it's like if we have a the panel in game and you can only access it through a password what happens if someone somehow finds it yeah yeah, yeah. we'll probably have to <laughs> have some kind of like it. we'll probably have some kind of like server admin thing that we can get into yeah i was gonna say maybe more tie it to our accounts rather than <laughs> to like just have a password yeah yeah yeah, I don't know. I wasn't quite sure how that, that kind of thing would work, but we'll have to have, because, you know, like, eventually, like, the servers are going to go down, and then you have to, like, give people gems and apologize for the servers being down and stuff. Like, that happens in, like, every game I play. So yeah. we'll have to have some sort of functionality for that. That actually leads us into something that's not on the list to talk about, but just as a, a side note <laughs> for everybody, we're actually recording two podcasts back to back because like the holidays that are starting to come up you know we don't really want to be recording on thanksgiving and and that kind of thing and then christmas since everybody usually has other stuff going on so we're recording today and then i'm actually recording tomorrow with our our newest addition to the team which is uh josh and he's gonna be our our server guy so once he starts setting up servers and stuff, it's gonna be it's gonna be even more exciting. Everything just keeps escalating and being exciting. But yeah, I'm sure he'll eventually have some kind of like you know server like program where you you know the people that need to can get in there and like control that kind of stuff, reset them and things like that. But none of that's happened yet. So I guess we should get back to our list and talk about things that we've actually done. One of the big aspects of the game, I think, is going to be the cosmetics and, you know, trying to make sure you have everything and making your character look cool. And you actually set up the wardrobe now so you can actually go in and, and set how your character looks independent of, like, what you're actually using. Yeah, I'm glad to see that that system's been working out so far because, you know, all this art that uh, Ben ended up drawing, you can finally you know, you can see it all. You can mix and match the pieces you want onto your character how you like. A lot more option to the player and I feel like most games try to encourage you to pay for the cosmetic. Like if you want to unlock this for your character you gotta pay this amount of something. Yeah I mean we'll have you know cosmetics for sale in the, the shop and stuff for sure like that's definitely a big aspect of it but 
you can also use anything you find so if you like the way the trash item looks you can use the the trash item like the frog or something as your offhand even though you might have the like the best legendary or something equipped so i just love the idea of replacing your legendary with a frog (laughs) (laughs) maybe we should have a legendary frog offhand someday Ooh, there you go I mean, I guess, <laughs> I guess we do have the the Toad Companion that's that's coming pretty soon. I mean, he's yeah. in game, but we don't have the official art and stuff for him yet. Yeah, I kind of want to see an animation with a frog where it just twitches in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can get Nika on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do want to. I want all of the legendaries to be animated, and then we can go through and any other ones that that should have an animation we can we can throw it on there if we have time excellent we still gotta improve that animation thing because as much as you can see it on your character you can't see it through the ui it's kind of taken away from the whole look of it when you can only see it half the time yeah you definitely want to be able to see it like on your character in the inventory so that that's like the biggest your character is in the game (laughs) you want to be able to see what's happening and eventually when we have like servers and stuff and you click on another player you want you want your fancy legendaries that are animated to to show up on your profile and stuff we also have like the new the npc the new helper npc is actually standing by the obelisk now so you can actually like see her in game. She doesn't do anything yet, I guess, but um, you got her in there. Oh yeah, and I'm putting them in. They, I guess, kind of just stare at you all day. <laughs> yeah, I want to uh, get like, you know, write a bunch of dialogue for them. I guess you know, not a bunch, but like so that they say some things when you walk up to them, and then of course we'll have like the tutorial elements. They can pop up and tell us stuff, I guess. But we'll get there eventually on that. We also have the salesman and the jeweler are in town, but they don't have an NPC tied to them. They're they're just like a button on the buildings right now, but I like having that functionality. We can actually get snack juice to use now. (laughs) Yeah, the two shopkeepers are hiding in the buildings, but at least they'll offer you their wares. (laughs) I'm sure they'll come out eventually. Yeah, I actually named the uh, jeweler today. I can't remember what I named him though. <laughs> I like put that on our document so whenever you make the NPC it actually has a name. <laughs> the salesman is just called the salesman though. He's a mysterious snack juice salesman. Give him like a hood and a large coat. Gotta make him more mysterious looking. Oh yeah we could. I, I kind of imagine he looks like um like Paul F. Tompkins. Like a mustache <laughs> and like a like a fancy hat i could go for that (laughs) i think actually you know what there is like a scene it's with him and daniel radcliffe and i don't know what movie it's from but he's selling like some kind of the equivalent of snack juice in whatever that movie is i guess if nobody's like seen it before it doesn't (laughs) it's not that funny but it's worth looking up (laughs) i think if you google paul f Tompkins and daniel radcliffe it's probably the first thing that comes up i mean he's he's always good so (laughs) would be the equivalent to snack juice anyways i mean what do they call what's snake oil (laughs) yeah yeah. that's that's the real equivalent snake oil yeah 
That's more innocent than I was picturing. Oh no, <laughs> I'm not sure what, what you were picturing. <laughs> yeah. uh, nothing healthy for the body, I can tell you. That much. Yeah, I guess uh, I don't know. I don't know if snack juice is healthy either. It just uh, yeah, because doesn't it increase your speed? Among other things, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which uh, I don't know. The the NPCs in town they do have a like one dialogue line that says that they love Zap Energy, and then it says like, "What do you mean I'm shaking?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting I'm getting concerned for the villagers. I don't know what they're digesting, but it's not healthy. Well, I've been thinking about like our buffs and stuff. They're all based on like. Kind of like meteorites or something, but I guess you don't eat them. You, you just like maybe have them until they like wear out. <laughs> I'm not sure. They're just radioactive and giving yeah. you temporary powers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is what's happening. <laughs> Some mysterious space radiation. I can go for it. <laughs> Gives me the power I need. <laughs> the lore deepens for the world of Dodo. Yeah. Never mind those lumps that you have growing. <laughs> it's just a sign of power. <laughs> yep. <laughs> power lumps. <laughs> I guess back to the list. <laughs> we we also <laughs> you also did some blacksmith improvements. Now we can like actually see our the items that are in our inventory when we're at the blacksmith, which is really nice. Yeah, that's super handy. I was already testing that out. Yeah, I feel like yeah, that one probably added a good amount of bugs to the game, because when I was first doing it, it was duplicating items, it was deleting items, it was doing all kinds of things it shouldn't do. Yeah, we definitely still have an item deletion bug going on. I've been, I've deleted like several items. I keep like testing it to try and figure it out exactly what's going on, but Whenever I reforge something, it tends to disappear now. That's great. <laughs> so that's what it's for. List for you. <laughs> Maybe reforging and scrapping are one and the same. <laughs> yeah, they me the blacksmith messes up. Sorry. <laughs> trash. Good luck next time. <laughs> Instead of fixing the bug, I'll just embrace the bug. <laughs> You have a 50-50 chance. This could work out great, or it could just demolish your item. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you gotta risk it. <laughs> I'm like trying to think if there's any like actual application for something like that, but like I feel like getting your item deleted is just really bad. Like you don't want to risk that. Yeah, I feel like that that could be tied to the the snack juice salesman maybe, but not the blacksmith. <laughs> <laughs> Another big uh, change that you started on is you started work on the like new game mode of the breach, which I don't think is working right yet. Like you can't actually go into the breach and and stuff yet. It takes you into like a dungeon level two or something, but. We now have the like interface to start working on it, I guess, and and then uh, you also started on set item functionality so that you can get your set items when you're in the breach. Yeah, I did get that breach going, and it's not going bad, but I realized as I started it that there's some kind of system stuff that's got to be done beforehand, because, and this happened with the town too, when I created the town, now if I want to change the, let's say, the inventory UI. I have to change it twice, because there's now two versions. 
the breach makes it so that there's a third version. And it's something I probably could have done earlier, but I gotta turn them into something called a prefab so that all three of them are identical to each other at all times. Right. So, until that one's in place, the uh, breach has gotta be on lockdown for now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of uh, Unity lingo for that, but it's kind of just essentially in every scene there's an object, and I can make it so that all objects between that scene is shared, so they're all the same, or I can have them be separate, but if they're gonna be identical anyways, they might as well be 100% connected and never change from each other. I don't know. I find it like like all the programming stuff like really interesting, but not interesting enough that I'm like able to <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, luckily it's not like a complex thing to change and update. It's just it's something I should have done, but I didn't really consider the breach at the time when I was doing it. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's something we want to have in the future. Is like lots of different game modes and stuff. You know, like be cool to have like different different challenges and stuff like that change each week or something like that you know it's that's a lot further down the line but that is something we want to you know have in mind i guess yeah, important stuff to consider for the future of the game yeah speaking of the breach you started on the art for it ben and and it looks crazy yeah. <laughs> it's like so good like already once again just the sketch is like better than I imagined. <laughs> awesome. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a lot of work though. Like I mean those I mean the dungeon maps were a lot of work too, but like yeah this is I mean it's probably gonna be maybe a little less work, but it's still a lot. <laughs> yeah I was looking at the uh I think the three preliminary maps you had made, and they look good, but I feel like they'd be so much harder to make, because there's a lot going on on them. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to like simplify aspects of it so it's not like a ton of work for everybody else as well. So like, I'm, I'm basically trying to simplify shapes and stuff with it for sure because like i have a lot of like weird uh like land masses and stuff but like maybe i'll just like edge things with rocks that you can't touch so it's a, a more uniform shape or something <laughs> yeah when i was looking at it trying to i haven't designed the kind of borders around the map yet because yeah. there was a lot going on on the map right and <laughs> I guess the system wouldn't be too bad with a whole lot of angles, but typically if you can, you want to avoid a collider like that to have too many edges and angles and all that. Right. Fanciness, I guess, but yeah. it's like you can always have it look great, but then you gotta watch out for how many edges does it actually have. Right. I'll definitely need to probably <laughs> talk to you about how to make that a little bit easier for everybody. Yeah, because... I mean, I, when I was looking at it, I, I'm not 100% sure where you would consider the walls and the borders to be. Yeah. So I guess I would have, we just got to chat about yeah. what that actually looks like. <laughs> yeah, because I've got ideas, and yeah, it probably wasn't as clear in the sketch as like what I have in my head. <laughs> yeah, for the listener that's not seen it, it's a swamp, so there's like water yeah. and... 
land and trees and, <laughs> and different stuff. So it's you know it's not like a dungeon that has walls. So right. it's probably my fault. I just like keep coming up with like different areas and stuff. I should have like been like, oh, it's another dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I wanted a swamp. I'm definitely glad that a swamp was chosen because on the previous project I worked on before we started with a dungeon then we were saying alright if we can do anything else it should be a swamp <laughs> we never actually made the swamp but now that I am working on a swamp you know, <laughs> that's yeah, funny. I feel like it's fitting <laughs> uh, dungeons and swamps is that like a thing is that like a trope or something that I didn't realize it might be subtly in a way <laughs> I mean the the sewer level. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I kind of want the breaches to be sort of themed along with the the dungeons that they go with. So the sewer and the swamp, I felt like, you know, have a similar vibe. There's a vibe thing yeah. again, but they uh they kind of go together. So you know, like we might have like a, you know, in the future, like maybe something like you have a lava dungeon or something where where it has you know lava and fire and stuff in it and then maybe the breach is like on like a mountain or a volcano or something like that you know so that kind yeah. of like feeling you know i kind of want them to match but not be the same so i do like the sound of that kind of have some general similarities between them yeah another one i thought of is like you're in like a pyramid kind of thing like a you know mummies or something like that and then like the breach is like in a desert <laughs> you know that kind of similarities but but actually we're over on our time <laughs> oh, yeah. um it'll be shorter <laughs> when i edit it down but we've hit 33 minutes which is much longer than i want to edit <laughs> um <laughs> so if nobody if you don't have anything else you want to talk about i'll, I'll wrap this up all good all right all right if you've listened to the end of this and you're not in our discord Go to knobcat.com, find that link, uh, join us in our Discord where you can talk to us, and that's where we post updates and links to videos and and things like that. Um, we also have a Twitter and an Instagram, which are both at Dungeons Obelisk. And, yeah, and I, I guess we'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye. See you.